Welcome to Becoming a Realtor with EXP Realty on the Emerald Coast with your host, Tim Whittemore with the Whittemore Group. If you're a new agent or a seasoned agent looking into the opportunities of EXP Realty, look no further. Tim breaks down the things you need to know without all the hype and fluff. So stick around. Okay, so we're talking about my biggest deal and what kind of transpired through that. Let's talk this story out. So a lot of the times when I was going into real estate, when I first moved to the Northwest Florida area, I'm not actually from here. Like a lot of people, I was a transplant. (laughs) So uh, I had a buddy of mine that I used to fly with uh, in in the military. And he said he was starting a real estate team. I was up there in upstate New York and I had three jobs making about $45,000 a year in a one bedroom apartment where you could hear a pin drop in all five different rooms around me. It was not a nice thing to be a part of. Anyway, kind of took a leap of faith, put everything in storage, got my Florida real estate license, went ahead and loaded my car up and drove down here to Northwest Florida. Now, I did live here for an extended period of time while I was stationed with the military, but like that, people just move away when, it, when you're part of that community. So I had to really start from almost zero and try to actually go out and find strangers, which is tough. So uh, one of the things that I was able to do was to leverage other people's listings through open houses. So I would go to other real estate agents, even in my in the current company that I was with, and ask them if I could sit their open houses. And even if I didn't have any in my brokerage, I would go to other brokerages and just ask, hey, do you mind if I sit that open house? We came up with a great program on how to do that, and mainly through trial and error and a bunch of other classes and materials that I read, I got a really good open house uh, strategy going on. Well, just so happens that uh, I finally did get a listing and every single weekend I was out there sitting in open house and an additional open house at least two week uh, that I was doing to get buyers and sellers. And I just so happened to be at this open house at one point and I was closing up and it was kind of slow and I was debating on leaving early, but I knew in the back of my mind and as I always train all my agents, I was like, do not leave until the last moment. So it gets about it's a 1 to 3 p.m. is what I was doing. It gets almost close to 3 p.m. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to slowly start packing up. So I do, and I'm waiting, and I'm like dragging my feet just to try to uh, let the time go by. And I finally get everything locked up and just about loading everything into the car. And then this other guy just drives up, and he's like, hey, we just got done with church. We really want to see if we can get into this house. And I was like, man, I'm so glad that I stuck around. I was like, oh yeah, sure. So get the little prepared packets that I had, show them throughout the house. We get to talking and it turns out that uh, all the people that, um, that were in the house, all the kids, they, they were moving out and they needed to get a smaller property for them. Uh, so not only that, I ended up having to get a awesome listing, but I was also able to go out and help them purchase a property. Now, this is what makes this the biggest transaction because I not only got the listing, but I also got a buy side. So that being said, you know, that's the biggest commission that came out. The price point was just shy of half a million, 
which isn't the biggest price point that I've ever sold, but uh, the what I was able to take back from this was the biggest. So let's get into that. I went ahead and drove to their house to do a listing presentation. Now, because they were purchasing as well, I and my team here do a buyer's presentation as well. A typical listing presentation would typically last about an hour, maybe an hour and a half, and buyer's presentation on its own could last 45 minutes to an hour or more, depending. So going out to this house, I knew that I was going to be in there for a while. And I started with the listing presentation because that's the thing that you have to sell. You got to sell yourself first, right? So we go in there, we sit in and we talk about all these different things, the dangers of overpricing, looking at all their house. And this whole house is probably the entire, it is the best on the block without necessarily being on the water. And because of course it was surrounded by the bays. And it, it was really good. I was able to kind of talk them through those things. And when we finally solidified what we were going to do, we moved on to the next one. Now this part I learned uh, very, very good. If, if you haven't learned the DISC personalities, definitely look that up after this video or find another video talking about the DISC personalities when it comes to sales. Because I realized that there was an amicable person, which was the wife, and kind of a high driver and more of a uh, interactive sort of person as the husband. So you kind of had to play one with the other to decide who was actually going to be the decision maker for both and how to explain things specifically to how they were going to understand. So uh, anyway, we're able to go through that. They really wanted to overprice it. I was like, no, let's let's calm down. Let's let's go with this. This is what the market is saying. And because of that, I was able to kind of curtail what what they were going to do versus overpricing the property, which would have never got them to the next one. So uh, we sent additional open houses for that. We ended up finally getting this one under multiple offers, which back then wasn't a big thing. Like it, it rarely happened when it did happen. So they were super excited and got a really good, good price for it. And now we're under the clock to go ahead and find something for them to buy. So as me, as a high driver personality that I am, I'm like, yeah, let's go. We, we found five homes. Let's go out and take a look at them all. And of course, I'm out there trying to show them. And, and as I do this, we show these houses and this is my system. So guys, if this is the way that I, I specifically do this to make it as most efficient as possible. So what I do is I will sit with them. Now it will be via Zoom or literally at the office and we'll go through the MLS together. And what we'll do is we'll take whatever criteria it is and we'll go for each one of them and pick out the ones that are a yes, no, maybe. So if it's a yes or maybe, I kind of put a check mark by. It depends on what your uh, MLS allows and, or highlight, whatever that works. And once I got through that, I got it down to about eight. And now we had to get those eight down to five, right? So why five? I have other agents that just do three. But I say five is because after you've seen five, they all start blending together. <laughs> so let's see the best five because I know these neighborhoods. I've been in a lot of these houses, so I can tell you that you can see the best ones up front so you don't waste your time. And that's, an, that's essentially what we were doing. And it has saved me and all my teammates tons of time showing houses where you know that you're seeing the best five up front. And if we didn't find it on the first go, we'd come back to the office and do that again and again until we found it. 
but because we structure it that way, it's already in their head that they're going to see the best ones up front. So when we go into the house, I print out the MLS packets, I give them a copy, as long as it's not the agent copy. I'll keep my agent copy, and then we'll go through. I let them look at everything in the house. I look and do my own, turn all the lights on, you know, all the stuff that we do as a realtor. And then at the end, I ask them, hey, what did you like? What did you dislike? And I prep them prior to even going out that I'm going to ask them these questions. And I'll also ask at the end, hey, if we don't find anything better than this house today, is this something that you would consider putting an offer in on? That's literally what I say every single time, and I tell them I'm going to say that. And if it's a no, we just put a big old line through it. And if it's a yes or a maybe, we start racking and stacking them, <laughs> putting them in order from one through five, one through four, or whatever. So we started to do all this entire process and started to learn and, and get to know exactly what they were looking at. And we finally get to this one house. And it seems to meet the criteria of both of them. It meets between 85 to 95% of what they said that they were looking for. I was like, let's go. So get out there, I was like, all right, so here's, what, what, do you, what would you like to offer? You know, this is what I'm seeing in the market. We can't necessarily tell them what we're doing because we're transaction agents, but hey, if I was in your situation, this is what I would do. And we start to go through this entire conversation. And I just, the, the, the DI personality, the husband just looks, he's like, yeah, no, I like it. Honey, what do you think? Honey, what do you think? And then I know that this house was good for him, but because everything was moving so fast and she was a high S personality or amicable, she needed to talk and think with it out. Now, obviously my personality was more of a driver, like, hey, we need to get this done. I wanna meet the timeline, da, 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 da. And what I should have done is just sit back and just sit back and then let her think about it and let her ask. I've been in listing appointments where we've had a high amicable person. <laughs> and uh, I remember this, this is a different deal. I just remember sitting down and I was going after the, the high driver, which again was the husband and the wife was sitting next to him. And I go, this is what we should do. Here's my commission, everything else. And he looks at it and he kind of gives this like little gentleman's nod and then she's like what do you think my dear it's just really sweet sweet old couple and she looks at him she would she says, what do you think it's like i think it's good and then she looks at me and it's like what do you think i'm like what do i think <laughs> of course i want you to sign this it's just it's just so funny on how uh high amicables need everybody to be on the same page before pulling the trigger uh, but because i believe that i pushed this one too far they actually didn't end up purchasing that one we ended up coming back and we found another set and it was only three houses, but we found a, one that was just like that in a similar neighborhood and they ended up pulling the trigger for that. So anyway, we, we ended up purchasing, we ended up selling that for good, for a good commission and I got full commission for that one and we got a, a buy side on the other and I learned so much, so much from this transaction. It was, it was really awesome. So, and the best part about it is, is I go back to, back to ch chatting with them. And to this day, they, they st we still have a good relationship. They still refer me business every once in a while. And it's, it's just so funny, the people that will make just the biggest impact in your career and teach you so much and even they have no idea what they've done. <laughs>
Also, make sure to check him out and subscribe to his YouTube channel, Becoming a Realtor with EXP Realty on the Emerald Coast. And make sure to follow him on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. If you're thinking about joining EXP Realty on the Emerald Coast of Florida or anywhere in the United States, be sure to give him a call, text, or email because he has the tools to help you get to the next level of your career.